Tears of the Kingdom fell off plus L plus ratio. Might be what you're thinking I'm basically going to say this whole entire video if you're not a viewer on the channel usually, and if you have seen basically any Twitter opinions on Tears of the Kingdom. But if you look back through my content, then you'll find out that I absolutely love the look of Tears of the Kingdom so far, possibly more than like 90% of people that I've seen reacting to the trailers. I've made a couple of negative videos on Tears of the Kingdom, but they've never been downright disrespectful to the game because at the end of the day, it isn't out yet, it's still 6 whole months out and I want you to know that this video is purely based on hypotheticals. I think that's pretty obvious but it's worth noting since Tears of the Kingdom could be a disappointment or the best kind of sequel that we only get out of Nintendo every 10 years or so. The game's kind of running on this razor blade that is incredibly thin. It doesn't feel like the game is going to be in the middle when it comes to public opinion, at least not in the eyes of Zelda fans anyway. In the course of Zelda fans' opinions, it'll either be insanely good or just kind of bland, despite it taking years to finally release. So now we get to the question posed in the title of the video. What if Tears of the Kingdom really is just kind of bad? Like, not technically bad. Heaven knows we don't need that after the Pokemon controversy this week, but bad as in, it's bland. The dungeons don't do it for everyone again, the overworld isn't really expanded in a way that feels satisfying. Maybe the game isn't straight up bad, but it's insanely disappointing after waiting 6 whole years for a brand new Zelda game that's a direct sequel to the last one using a similar engine. First of all, and a worry that's first and foremost in most people's minds when they leave a negative comment on one of my videos, usually is that they think the open world looks lazily put together from what we've seen in the trailer so far, and doesn't expand on the Hyrule from Breath of the Wild in a way that seems big enough for a time gap of 5 years in development, if you count the year after the release of Breath of the Wild that DLC came out. So what if the open world really is just the exact same from the last game? Well let's think about what that would really look like. Breath of the Wild made Hyrule feel fresh by introducing a brand new open world to the series that we already knew and loved. Of course, if there was nothing to do in that open world, then even that would start to feel stale after a while, and the factor of an open world being new would be lost. While myself and a ton of other people enjoy a game like Sonic Frontiers, I see people who don't like the game kinda saying this sort of thing for that game from time to time. It's an open world game that felt stale after the first couple of islands. Breath of the Wild bypassed that by having challenges scattered all throughout the map. Over. 1020 plus challenges that are all just all over the place. Given any area, there will probably be around 3 or 4 shrines that you could see if it wasn't for terrain blocking your vision. So the act of finding those shrines was also a whole bunch of fun in of itself. Along with that though, shrines also came with the positive that each and every challenge was utterly unique, something that had rarely been done to that extent in an open world game before that. Koroks are your more standard Ubisoft type collectible with a bit more thought put into them, but shrines offered some of the greatest puzzle sections of any Zelda game ever when I put my shrine theming hatred out of the way for at least one second. But now that formula has been done before, we aren't going to be wowed by it again unless it changes in some meaningful way. So let's look at the single most disappointing way that they could keep the open world and Sky Islands fresh. Let's say caves are a possibility in the next game. You all might know by now there's been some hints to some lurking beneath the surface. Maybe caves are genuinely going to be our source of shrine-like areas in the next game. To me that sounds like the single best thing that could happen to the game. Maybe there are cave-like areas in the sky to supplement that too and it's all just a bunch of fun. But what if it's done in the wrong way? What if it's done in a way that they actually still feel like shrines? Like what if they're so much so like them that we get to this time next year and we're still calling them shrine-like areas? They don't do anything that stands out. 
What if they all have the same theme? Not addressing the biggest major problem some people had with the shrines in six years would be pretty bad. I'm not asking for the game to be pristine in this regard either though. I don't want 80 caves or whatever these shrine-like things might be to have completely different external themes and puzzle theming. That would simply be an insane amount of theming and frankly I don't even think it'd really be doable to be honest. Let's keep running with the theoretical that caves are the new shrines now though. Around Lawling Village and the whole area is a whole load of beaches and bays. Maybe there's a certain underground theme to those places. A different theme for the grasslands, different for the snow, desert, mountains, volcano. But this could all be wishful thinking and the caves would literally just be Cave 1, Cave 2, Cave 3. The puzzles themselves might be good, but the comparisons between the caves and the shrines would be never-ending, with them being similar in most ways, and with a lot of people maintaining the idea that caves don't make any sense when considering the lore of Breath of the Wild. There is always the chance that caves aren't the shrine replacement. Heck, there's even the chance that the shrine formula isn't coming back at all in Tears of the Kingdom, and technically even that could be the worst case scenario depending on the progression replacement. But I think if we spend any more time on this topic today, I'm gonna go crazy, so let's just leave it at that. Ah, uh, let's move on to my favourite topic to talk about in the world, as all of you should know. What if the dungeons in Tears of the Kingdom simply don't live up? I think a lot of us, myself included, are taking for granted the fact that the dungeons are coming back in the next game, when we literally don't have any official word on it. The main reason why I have this state of mind though is, I, I think it's down to how much dev time would have been put into the Divine Beast when it comes down to it, compared to how much development time has likely been put into Tears of the Kingdom. Plus, I also think the story for the next game so far seems much more in line with the rest of the series when compared to Breath of the Wild. There seems to be some tears that we're going to be searching for in the game that we'll be picking up in order to save the kingdom. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that is the plot synopsis on the back of the box. And with the story to the game seeming much more traditional in essence, that leads me to also believe that dungeons are going to be far more traditional. I've said before that I'd love for them to be these amazing things that stick out in the open that you can explore at any time, kinda like the forest temple in Ocarina of Time, but even more readily available to the hero. Let's go to the other route though. What if dungeons were just kinda the same as in Breath of the Wild? Of course, theming would have to be different to a certain extent. We aren't sure what the dungeons are gonna look like if there are any traditional areas like that in the game, but I can't really imagine there's a way that they make the theme of each and every dungeon virtually the same like they did in Breath of the Wild, unless this energy from the trailers of the game are literally the whole identity of the entire world and not just the marketing. I genuinely think even if dungeon theming in the next game is disappointing, it will still be fine enough. The main theme we've seen so far is this ancient civilization. I would be in awe if this isn't just a cool theme to be in though, so even if all the dungeons have the overlying theme of an ancient civilization, but you know, a fireplace or a water place, etc, etc, then I still think it'd ultimately come out alright. The main problem comes from the dungeon layouts. I think the puzzles in the Divine Beast were pretty good. Simple at times, but pretty good. And even in this regard, I can't see the dungeons in Tears of the Kingdom having this problem either. If we are exploring an ancient civilization's past areas, then I'm guessing we won't be messing with so much tech when we're actually, you know, inside the dungeons. Which means we're probably not going to be tilting around entire areas in the next game. Maybe little sections of those areas, but probably not the entire place. I can't imagine a central gimmick being around any of those temples, though again, we don't have any official word on dungeons at all yet. So I could be spouting absolute nonsense. But I did warn you at the start of the video that I'd be talking about theoreticals today. There are a whole bunch of things that could be disappointing to many different people, but at the end of the day, the biggest disappointment that Tears of the Kingdom could bring to the table, for me at least, is just being almost the exact same as Breath of the Wild, with similar problems. Those problems are far bigger for some people as they are for others, so maybe a lot of you would still love a game that felt the same as Breath of the Wild. 
But again, it's largely subjective when it comes down to what would make Tears of the Kingdom a disappointment and what it could mean for the future of the series. So let me know in the comments section what would make the game disappointing to you. Are you disappointed by the trailer so far? Let's hope the game does come out great in the end. I'm inclined to believe it will, considering the Zelda series has the great fortune of only firing blanks once or maybe twice. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed, then please do support the channel by leaving a like rating and subscribing. You'll get news as quick as possible for Tears of the Kingdom, and you'll join the 25% of people who are subscribed, so thank you a ton if you do. The people you can see on screen right now are my Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much for the support, guys. Some G and Jadoweed are especially amazing for being my top paying patrons, as usual. Please just look at the Triforce Color names and that Triforce font. Thank you so much for that support. It means the absolute world. If you'd like to join them, then you can do for as little as £1 or $1.50 a month. The links to my Patreon and other social platforms are in the description. Plus, I recently made a membership in which you can become heroes on the channel. Just press that join button if you want to join, and thank you to those who have already joined. Thank you so much for watching this video, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you soon. Please do, stay safe.